Hey, we're back. Mr. Brown. Mr. Brown. After the cafes. That's the sound of goodness coming at you. Hi, John. Hey, Mike. How are you? Great. September 15th, 2022. Yeah. Wow. My name is Michael Rosso. This is John Fideli. Hey, babe. And later on today, we're going to have the whole gang do a variety of different topics. People are going to be coming. People are going to be going. We're still here. Yep. Trying to dig ourselves out of uh, film and camera boxes. That's right. Uh, speaking of cameras, yeah. the two latest recipients... Yeah. Of the school camera donation program. Uh, a huge package went out to uh, Dan Yeager at Pickerington High School. Okay. That's in Pickerington, Ohio. Ohio. Dan the, can't get enough cameras. Really? Yeah. Okay, so the latest school. So we mentioned Pickerington, William Woods University. Yeah. And that is... Not even close to the Bard School. No, we well, we also sent a package to the Bard School. Oh, we did? Yes. Oh. I'm getting confused because the Bard blog just went up. Okay. Filmphotographyproject.com. If you guys go there, if you folks listening, you'll see the various new blogs um, that, that went up. So William Woods University is in Fulton, Missouri. We sent, a, if I remember, a robust package to them. <clears throat> Tripods, flashes, Lots of extra lenses. Yeah, uh, about 20 bodies, camera bodies. We have a profile of a Baltimore photographer. Her name is Sean Champion, mm-hmm. called Chasing the Light. And Paige Davis did an interview with Sean, which is a top top news at filmphotographyproject.com. Great. And then catching up with Bard College. Oh, okay. It's a student-run darkroom. Oh. Yeah. No teachers. No, I'm sure there's like, you know, you know, I'm sure it's... No teachers allowed. Right. (laughs) But the kids are in charge. I'm sure there's a supervisor, but the kids take care of their stuff. And I guess I'm very thankful. First of all, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for all the FPP folks. But since Mm -hmm. the, since the pandemic hit, John Fideli folks has been, you know, responsible for the school camera donation program. I'm amazed at the volume and I'm amazed that we're barely able to keep it under control. I mean... If it's those two edge. schools didn't come in, we were busting at the seams. Yeah. So that was very helpful Helpful to relieve some pressure. Yeah. Some pressure. And finally, we sent out some, pressure. not just the cameras, but the auxiliary lenses, right? Yes. And like tripods. Because, you know, I never think to send out tripods, but kids need tripods and yeah. flashes, of which we have tons. I guess the big news as of like now, the big news here at the FPP is we have a, a, a new film, Mummy 400. The Mummy. Is it dead or alive? Human or inhuman? No, that's Frankenstein. Oh, what's the mummy? Uh, I, I A think, little variation. I think... Because he can't go... Well, he has to go... Well, I think the mummy... Mummy! Pers- I think the mummy. person... <laughs> Clarice doesn't have any... Uh, <laughs> isn't that his name? Clarice. Clarice. In uh, the Abbott and Costello Meet the Mummy, it's Clarence. Is it? Yeah. Of course Have you seen is. that? Yes. It's classic. Yeah. Where will we find the mummy? Don't worry, the mummy will find you. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it, it originated in 16mm and 8mm. Oh. Our FPP Cine 16400 negative. Okay. So that is the mummy. And the mummy is 35mm, 120, Ooh. 620, Whoa. 4x5, what? 8x10. No! There's nothing on Earth like... The Mummy. Been the most popular monster film so far. Wow. 
out of the gate. It's my least favorite monster. 400 ISO, that's why. Uh, People want speed. People are really into speed. Yeah. So we're gonna we're, in a few minutes we're gonna have the gang the gang we're gonna all well, talk about well, it. Well, remind me what was Dracula? I Dracula sixty four. Oh, and Frankenstein. Uh, Frankenstein's two hundred. Oh, okay. A wolf. Don't forget Wolfman. Where's Wolfman? One hundred. Wolfman. People from Philly call the Wolfman Wolfman. W O O F. Yeah. Wolf. Like the cinema oh. massacre guy. He's really? uh he's the uh, angry video game guy. You know who that is. Yeah. yeah. He has a very popular YouTube channel. He says woof. And he does a whole review of all the universal horror films. And he's like, Frankenstein, I'm watching it. Frankenstein meets the Wolfman. The Wolfman and the Frankenstein monster together in one film. Uh, I have to roll it back. (laughs) What? Wolfman. The Wolfman. He says woof. The Wolfman. Maybe it's a Philly thing. I don't know. Does the Wolfman ever woof in it? Woof. He says that a few times. Oh, well. I've heard a few people say Wolfman. Now I call it the Wolfman. So that's very exciting. Other news, which, John, you're d- directly involved with, is so we've been out of stock on the Lomo Kino 35mm movie maker camera yeah. for like years. And now it's in stock. So they stopped making them and now they restarted making them or you just couldn't get them? I, well, they come, you know, they're made. Lomo makes Lom- Lomography. <laughs> Lomographics. Lomography. They're in Austria. Right. So all their manufacturing is done either in Europe or in Asia. So it was unavailable in the U.S. for the longest time. I always, you know, try to get an order in, and they're always like, don't have it, don't have it. Wow. So now they're in stock. Okay. Reordered, back in stock of the FPP. And to my (laughs) knowledge, we're the only outfit that could scan Lomo Kino film because it's a special two-perf system. And it's very, if you notice, it's very long. Yes. So I gave John an assignment. You know, with the advent of, you know, all these new fangled technologies like TikTok, Instagram. Well, everybody does that. YouTube does little TikTok videos now. Oh, yes. YouTube in the vertical, shorts. In the vertical YouTube uh, shorts. And some other sites that haven't been invented yet, like Hoopla Doo. <laughs> and la da <laughs> <laughs> Vertical is is hot. So I said to John, I said, hey, John, because the Lomo Kino, it's so wide. I said, can you shoot this sideways? So you could shoot a video that's pretty much ready for the tick of talk. Right. And he did. And it's in progress right now. Yes. We shall see how yeah. it came out. We shouldn't even talk about it because... Your, your expectations are very low. Very low. Why? Because the camera is kind of hard to hold. I didn't have a tripod, so I had to hold it and crank it at the same time and try and look through the viewfinder for framing. So as, it's, as I'm moving it, I'm trying to keep my eye behind the eyepiece, and it was you know shifting back and forth. So For folks who haven't listened to you us... You shoot wide like that's great. Otherwise, you need a tripod. For folks who don't know, the Lomo Kino 35mm, <coughs> 35mm movie maker, it's a movie camera that takes... One roll of 35 millimeter, just, you know, still photography film. Yeah. 36 expose. Yeah. Got to have 36. Yeah. You load it in, and then just like Charlie Chaplin's cameraman, you have a crank, CR crank. CR crank. You just crank it up. You you know, you you have to crank it right like, cut. Okay. Next. Cut. That was great. And print. (laughs) The frames get animated. What we supply to a customer who gives us their film to scan, we give them a 6 frame per second video and a 12 frame per second video. Oh. Choice. So they have a choice. But you don't develop the film. You have to get your film developed and send it here. That's correct. You, for scan. You buy the camera. You take care of all your stuff on your side. I always say, hey, send it to the darkroom.com. They'll right. develop <clears throat> the film. The 35 millimeter film developed uncut. Oh. Don't get a cut. No. KTZ cuts. 
that's no good. Do people send you their film cut for Lomo? I hope not. Never. Okay. Thank God. That's good. I, people who are like that into like shooting a format like 35 millimeter Lomo Kino, yeah. I think they're into it enough to like read everything about it. Oh, that's good. What else? The new hot thing, which we're not going to discuss this episode, but in so in so on the social media, the tick of talk, the YouTube, this is like all of a sudden an explosion. First of all, folks, as if you're listening to this show, if you're new, welcome. If you've been with us, then you've probably been with us for a long time. So you know we're all effing old. <laughs> Getting there. Well, in terms of like life on uh, social media or <clears throat> as a podcast, yeah. I mean, if you have a podcast that's 13 years old, you are effing old. I guess so. So the new like thing on social media, which like, you know, befuddled, I'm befuddled because I'm like, what? Like, what? this is not new. This is... Is the whole, you know, ECN shooting the Vision 3 film in a still camera. Okay. Which, you know, it's not news around here. No, you've been doing it for years. That's right. <laughs> but we're going to be rolling out a new ECN2 kit to develop. Oh, that's good. You know, everyone, it, it can be overly complicated, but I look at it very simply. And it's as simple as this. Our current ECN2 home development kit I just call it a color negative kit because you could develop C41 or ECN2 film. And I swear, folks, it's just a good kit. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Does it? <laughs> no. It just it's, it's, does a beautiful job. And the side-by-side test done by uh, Leslie Lazenby was that the ECN2 kit gives you punchier colors. Oh, that's good. It is good. That's what you need. That's why you shoot I that film. I think so. And we brought our kit down... To nineteen ninety nine. What exactly? Only nineteen ninety nine. I think that all kits should be nineteen ninety nine. Space nineteen ninety nine. That's right. I'm tired of high prices. Yeah, I but, hear you. But film, I hear you. But film has gone gone up. And anyhow, I'm rambling. Uh, but when, when we come back, we're gonna have the whole gang uh, filter into the room, and we're gonna oh. we're gonna talk about mummy, mummy film. Yeah, the wonderful. Mummy film. Bond from the depths of doom comes the most fearful monster of the ages to strike with paralyzing terror the despoilers of ancient tombs. Here is new horror by the master of menace, Lon Chaney as the mummy, with Dick Foran, John Hubbard, Ellis Knox, George Zuko, Wallace Ford, Turon Bay in The Mummy's Tomb. Hey, we're back. Hey, guys. Hi, everyone. Oh, hey. Uh, so with me right now is Leslie Lazenby. Hello. Matt Mirage. Hello, hello. Owen McCafferty. Hello, hello. And I'm, I'm going to be talking about the, the, the uh, newest, uh, the 2022 uh, mo- new monster film, the unveiling of the newest monster this year. It is The Mummy. Yes. It's 400 ISO black and white film. It's in the same... Uh, monster universe as Dracula, the Wolfman, and Frankenstein. And the most exciting news, 35 millimeter, 120, 4 by 5 and first time ever, 8 by 10 Yes! <laughs> <laughs> so I called Matt up a few months ago, and I said, ah, I was fearful. I'm like, if we release an 8 by 10 film, I don't know, Matt. 8 by 10 shooters are so serious. What are they going to think when they see like this package with a big mummy face on it? The mummy. Matt was like, go for it. We got to. FPP is very price conscious. Yes. And it's going to be priced beautifully. This film, uh, we already carry the film in double eight, eight millimeter 
and 16 millimeters. So this is the same emulsion based on our motion picture film. Uh, folks who are listening, uh, black and white motion picture films have no ramjet. So just don't even, when you mention motion picture, people automatically think ramjet. Mm-hmm. No, there's no such thing on black and white film. So this is based on our existing emulsions, which is perfect because Owen and myself have been shooting and testing this emulsion uh, for many years now. And when you go larger, it just gets better. Like, I mm-hmm. can't even imagine how awesome this 400 ISO is going to be in 8x10. Oh, it's, it's fantastic. And Matt's smiling because he's the only guy I know who could test it. Matt's oh. thinking, why can't, how about ULF? ULF Let's money. go. Let's, Let's go, Mike. You know, so let's go get some circuit film. We'll just get giant rolls. Exactly. Sell the master roll. So I'm super excited about this, um, uh, and uh, it's going to officially come out, you know, nationally through our distributor, Roberts. It'll be all, in all the hot shops, including like B and H. You know, you shoot it, you tag it, FPP Mummy 400 hashtag FPP Mummy 400. Um, I mean, that's how I, you know, that's how I find people may be wondering, like, how could I, how can I get featured on FPP? How do I, how do you pay some attention to me and my photography? Send a check made out to Mike Ross. No, no, <laughs> it's very simple. So we released uh, exclusive Yeti, uh, 35 millimeter. Mm-hmm. This is a very slow ISO black and white film. And I just went to hashtags on, on, uh, on Instagram, you know, folks who actually use the hashtag i find them immediately and i just send them a quick a quick little ig message like hey man can we feature this and that's that's how it happens you know speaking of which i'm starting to see i didn't see a lot of it at first i I heard a lot of the you know complainers uh when it was first launched but i'm starting to see a lot of really cool results coming out of frankenstein and four by fives oh no kidding i'm seeing it in the large format groups folks that are new to it and that's that's the whole reason we're doing this right yeah you're new to these formats you want something that's not going to completely bankrupt you but have nice consistent results that's that's it yep yep and eight by ten is a, is is really a, a step and it's a new it's new for us yeah. never would i have thought we put out eight by ten film and know. you know we do have the opportunity like next year to maybe be, do to you know do the moonwalk backwards and be like oh hey Maybe we should do, you know, Wolfman 4x5. Yeah. 8x10. What about, you know, Frankie? Maybe Frankie needs to be 8x10 as well as 4x5. Yeah. Very exciting. And not just because I'm getting the FPP discount. <laughs> <laughs> no, of course. Of course. So uh, I'm very thankful. I'm, I'm very glad. People have been very receptive mm-hmm. uh, to our, our monster films. I'm, I'm thrilled. You know, um, it puts us in a cat. It, it, you know, some folks could put us say, "Oh, well, you guys sell novelty film," but the real film shooters know bullshit. Film you just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Film is film. We get behind it. We know what the development times are. You know, we have all the information you need to know of how to shoot it properly. So that's really what it's all about. And it's fresh. It's new stuff. Yes, oh, it's, it's not from a locker. It's not from a meat locker. When when did Wolfman come out? Uh, two years ago. So I remember this was probably two to three years ago. We had you called me up and you're like you're pitching me the idea. You're like, oh, what should we do with this? And you had floated the idea. Or you had said somebody suggested Wolfman. I was like, yes, but we can't just do Wolfman. <laughs> we got. We need we need a bunch of films so we have the whole monster cinematic universe. And it's right. happening. It's yes. That's like, so cool yes. to see. The only thing I'm lagging behind on, and I kick myself because it's all on me, is to continue to do these shot on film promos. Yes. We did Dracula. Well, we did Wolfman. So but will we do it with the mummy? We with should. 
Let's let's shoot it with sixteen, and we'll do the whole promo. Who are we gonna wrap up? We're gonna wrap up Mark or John? Paige. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, she does the makeup. She does okay. the makeup. So I, I don't know, but the scenarios are always well. We were we were going to do a promo riffing on the original 1932 mm-hmm. uh, mummy, whereas John Fidelis in a pith helmet is there. He has the scribe and his camera. Maybe a Leica. He has a Leica M3. And the mummy's behind him. You see the mummy rising. And simply the mummy comes in. He does his like, ah! And he's shocked, stupid. And the mummy just takes the camera and walks away. What if we did the, all right, what if we did this promo, Mike? No strangling. What if, uh, what if the mummy is so old, right? He's so out of date. It's because he's shooting 8x10. Oh. The mummy's shooting a large format camera because he's that out of touch. That's what nice. if, when he turns around to leave with the camera, John puts his foot on that loose bit of oh. linen? Oh, that's hilarious! <laughs> and who's underneath the mummy wrappings? I, I don't know because you'll cut before then as it starts to Jimmy trim him up and he turns. But <laughs> I was going to say Chris Riccio. Oh, oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Could be. Could be Joey K. Yeah, jo- Joey K. Be a perfect mummy. As, as you folks listening can tell, we're kind of pumped about this and we excited are. about this, uh, especially when we shoot promos. That we really you gotta have, have a fun blast. with this stuff. Like, yeah, because if you take yourself too seriously, like we're not trying to be a, a multinational corporation, right? You know? Enron Film Edition. Yeah, <laughs> true. It's 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 all about making the film available. Making it available in multiple formats. And as cheap as possible. And look, you know, I, I have the feather in my cap here. You know, we have motion picture formats of the same. You know, Wolfman has a motion picture format. Frankenstein, The the Mummy. The only thing I don't do is I'm not branding the motion picture with the monsters. I was just going to say you should clarify. Oh. People might be trying to find that and not. Yeah, only because I think it's because of the same fear I had with 8x10, which the, is... The connotation, yeah. Film, m- motion picture shooters, they'll be buying it on eBay thinking they're getting a mummy movie they can put in their projector. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that makes exactly. sense. Yeah, yeah, people are not going to... I mean, you get confused enough. I mean, we've had people write in saying, I shot my film... And then I took it out of my camera and put it in my projector, and I can't see anything. Yeah. I mean, that's how they're, some... They're basic. Like, uh, right, yeah. yeah. So they you don't want to confuse people but, yeah. right. longer. Of course, we could throw a sticker in with a package. There you go. Like a generic... Yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Love those stickers. Mummy 400 film. There you go. Well, thanks, uh, folks, for uh, listening and, and purchasing our film. Look, uh, I know we're going to have uh, lots of examples of uh, images shot. Large L- LF by mm-hmm. uh, Matt. Yes. F. And... Oh, effed. Oh. <laughs> As a matter of fact, we're shooting a lot of Mummy right now. 400 right now. Yeah, and the 16 yeah. camera you were shooting, mm-hmm. you have some Mummy 400? I got some. I have Mummy 400 8 millimeter. Nice. Exciting. Nice. I'll do an LFF. That's it. Oh, LFF. nice. I'll do an LFF. Dressed as the Mummy. Announcement. Well, the whole LFF episode shot on 16 will be... You should do a LFF uh, show. You come shambling in as the Mummy. Well, yeah, I and mean, what would I be? I'd be murmuring something, and then they take the wrap off and speed because I need more speed, I need more light. Uh, <laughs> hilarious. We'll be back.
find the mummy. Don't worry, the mummy will find you. You'll howl as you follow Bud and Lou in a strange land where exotic dancers perform ancient rituals. You'll scream at this mystic world of mad magic and uproarious adventure. Does this mean anything to you? It means death to whoever holds it. Starring Bud Abbott and Lou Costello, with sultry Marie Windsor giving you your first look inside Costello. Turn off the lights. Let's stop fooling and cut them off. And Peggy King, George Goebel's TV girlfriend. You flew in from the Middle West and certainly impressed the population here above. Imagine Lou trying to be charming to a snake. And Bud at the end of his rope. Stop blowing! Your nerves will jangle as they tangle with terror, meddle with murder. Try to elude a curse 4,000 years old. Have a cigarette! Get rid of it! No! No! What is Hey, we're back. Hey, we are. That's right. And it's Mr. Mark O'Brien, along with Jomf. Here I am. Hi, Jomf. Jom. Jomf. You said there was an F on the end. Oh, yeah, I guess so. J-O-M-F. J-O-H-M-F. Jomf. J-O-H-M-F. Yeah, it's not an actual name, is it? No. Well, maybe somewhere in the world, but... In this segment, we're going to be talking to Mark about different ways to make panorama-type images. What do you mean? Shoot them? I'm guessing. And, you know, I personally am not a panoramic guy, but John Fidelli, you are. You have the Horizon, the Horizon camera. I love it. It's beautiful. And what's the bigger version of that, that uh, Jeff Bridges? Oh. Noblex. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's for rich people. Yeah, it is. But Or the dude. Uh, who had one of those? Uh, Donk or Dave, if he still listens. Yeah. The dude has one, too. Is he Donker Dave? He's a videographer now. He does uh, equestrian horse things. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, I saw a picture of him on the Instagram. Yeah, yeah. If you're out there, tip of the hat. So, Mark O'Brien, what are different ways to make panoramic-type images? Okay, I'm glad you asked that. Thank you. Mike, I have a whole slew of ways of doing it. Basically, what we see today is when someone thinks of panoramic, right? People think of using their phone, right? And they get this panorama that pan the whole they room. pan the whole thing but typically a panoramic has been was still photography it's been an image that's longer it's wider than it is tall and so uh, that whole like the role you know where you'd see like this is the graduating class right of exactly and, it, and these required special rolls of film uh-huh. with special rotating lenses on the cameras and they were hard to use but the results were amazing yeah. i've seen some that a photographer named jamie young has done and the roll of film is like eight feet long yes and it's a whole thing's in a circle People are in a circle when he does it, and then when you lay it out flat, they're all in a big line. It's really Crazy. cool. But it moves slow enough, you can go from one end and, and, be, and run around and still be in the image as the camera rotates through its... What do you call that camera? The Alta... They were called Alta Vista. It was a 
um, Kodak, I think it was a Panoram, they called it, something like that. Was it 35? Or? No, the film was, it was a roll film that was about five inches tall. Oh, my God. Are these are the cameras they used back in the 20s to do those uh, banquet shots? Yes, yes. And banquet cameras. That's what they called some of those, banquet cameras. And those, and the, in fact, the banquet cameras just had a large film plate that was like uh, maybe 8 by 16 or something like that Jeez. to get that whole effect. Everyone's in focus. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Obviously, very few of us use such esoteric cameras. And the simplest way to get a panoramic, and we've talked about this earlier, is masking a 35-millimeter frame at the top and the bottom mm. to the center of the, of, the, of the film and giving you a 13 by 36-millimeter image. Now, mm-hmm. the good part of that, it's cheap to do. And you see a lot in 35-millimeter cameras because it is cheap to do by putting that mask in there, giving you that effect. The bad part of it is it's a very small negative at that point. Mm-hmm. So it can't, unless you're using really fine-grained film, can't be enlarged terribly much without seeing some loss of quality. So the good thing is it's cheap. The bad thing is it's cheap. It's not, the bad thing is it's cheap. <laughs> good thing is it's cheap. Right. right. And so along that line, we have you can buy cameras that have. Um, there's been one from um, Holga, which was gave you a panor- a 35 millimeter panoramic camera, which gave you a um, 24 millimeter tall mm-hmm. standard 35 millimeter frame, but it was 56 millimeters long. So mm-hmm. you're almost is that the zip tie one. No, no, this is just a Kodak 35 um, panoramic. Okay. And it had two lenses. It had a regular plastic lens, and it had a pinhole. And I've used both versions huh. of that, and you get some pretty nice images out of it. I I, I thought they were pretty good. Wait, um, you said Holga or Kodak? Holga. It's a Holga. Okay. So that's the low end of things. And that's a Russian camera, or is no? Holga is Chinese version. made. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Um, and that's using 35 millimeter film. Mm-hmm. Now, ideally, if you want to make the most of your panoramic, you want to go to a larger film format. Mm-hmm. So you can do things like you can put a mask inside your six by nine centimeter camera. It could be even just nothing more than a than a brownie, and put a film mask across that, and then give you that panoramic effect. It's better if you use a camera that's got a wide angle lens on the front mm-hmm. for that to give you that a wider angle. And so when you put the mask in place, it gives you a, you're getting the sweet spot of that f- film plane. And so I use my Pentax 6x7 with a, with a, with a mask I bought online from some guy in Etsy that makes them on mm. his, you know, 3D printing. And uh, it has a film in search. But, but it, again, you can uh, achieve some pretty decent effects with that because then you're getting a 24, if you not including the sprockets. If you include the sprockets, you're getting much bigger. But I'm not a sprocket guy. No, um, not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. Oh, wow. Um, I like my film undisturbed. Okay. The, uh, Easy. So they're 24 by 70 millimeters. That's wide. And that is that is basically two frames um, worth of 35 millimeter film. So that's one way of doing it if you've got a Pentax 6x7. But the other way... If you or there really, are a lot of, like, uh, not point-and-shoot cameras, but, but simple-use cameras that had the little mask in there. Yeah, the, the Ansco the Pix Panorama oh, is one go. of them. Um, so, you know, we're going to the cheap end. You can get those. It, um, there's a whole bunch of them out there. But the other way of getting, if you want something a little bit more quality than the Ansco Pix Panoramic, you can get the Lopemography Sprocket Rocket, which is my favorite toy camera for doing panoramics. Is that the one with the pull tie? No. no. Oh. The Sprocket Rocket looks like some camera from the 30s. 
I thought it was an underwater camera. No, it looks like it, it has it, an underwater housing. But on it. I took a shot. Here, this was in Chicago. What? And the good thing about these is that you can use any film you want. Okay, um, black and white color you want to use, but you you're limited in the shutter speed mm-hmm. avenue, obviously. So ISO 200 to 400 film works best. Mm-hmm. Then the, there's the Holga 135 panoramic or right. 135 pan. Those are shots with that. Yep. This is all on your blog, by the it's way. It's all on Random Camera Blog if you want to read more about if you it. Want to, if you want to look along while we're talking. So the other thing you can get, if you really want to be serious, more serious about panoramics, is getting a true panoramic camera like the Soviet or Russian-made Horizon panoramic camera. Mm. Duh. Now, I bought one of these orig- the early models, the all-metal one, mm. and they're, they're really you- pretty cool. They have a 28-millimeter lens, the wide-angle lens, and you get different um, speeds because the um, lens actually rotates on a curved plane as a film goes through, which is also on a curved plane. So your distortion, the images are distortion-free. Wow. And, and the results, I have to say, are pretty darn cool. But the, the Horizon I bought had a light leak. Oh. And Duh. it's fixable if I want to... Where's it, it? Where was the leak? It's what? it's on the edges where the where the um, it bounces off and goes into the baffles, so oh, it's really? on the very edge. Oh shit! Um, well, can't you just crop it out? Much? I could. Kind of defeats yeah, I the could. purpose, but so I got lucky. I got on eBay one day and I found the current model, Horizon Two Hundred Two, for ninety nine dollars. It was it was brand new, cheap from a camera store. Jeez. And I got it for ninety nine dollars. Nobody on eBay. wanted it, and uh, I couldn't believe it. It works perfectly. And I love it. I, I can put 100-speed film in that thing. It's my favorite in there is is the FPP um, DerevPan 100. Yes! Because for for landscapes, that film, it just it's so fine-grained and so it's got nice contrast to it. I love it. Things are really well delivered. You hear that, folks? Mark loves DerevPan 100. It's a very, um, you know, what would you call it? Underdog film. Like, I bet. Like, yeah. The Drev doesn't... It's a, like, it's a slow mover. Slow mover. Slow mover, high performer. Yes. Yeah, it, I love it in the Horizon one, 202. All my images have been, as far as I can tell, perfect. That Going that avenue in, in uh, panoramics gives me a whole new viewpoint on on bringing an extra camera along and, and using it just for the, when I see the right thing that a panoramic is good for. But you can you know, use it in all kinds of situations, but if you're doing landscapes or cityscapes, things mm-hmm. like that, where you can really enjoy the benefit of the, of, of the frame. So, in the, And those are 24 by 72 millimeters, I believe. So on a, on a regular 36 exposure roll, you're going to get about 18 to 21 exposures. That's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. And, of course, like I said, there's cheap ways of doing it, but panoramas are a lot of fun. I mean, there are people who will go high-end. They want to use a large-format camera and new panoramics. Good for them, but I don't have, I'm not a large-format guy. Mm-hmm. And I want to keep it cheaper and uh, mm-hmm. keep it simple. Have you ever been a large-format guy? I played with 4x4. Four four. I was never meant to... 4x5? Four 4x5, four yeah. 4x5. Yeah. And 3 and a quarter by 4 4 by 5 whatever it takes. And, uh, in fact, someone recently gave me a speed graphic that was 3 and a quarter by 4 and a quarter. Oh, those are nice. Um, but the uh, the thing is, I'm a I like having more than two exposures okay. at my fingertips. Gotcha. You know, and uh, you don't like slow photography. Uh, well, I'm slow, but not that slow. Okay, it's interesting because I mean, you do take the time to mm-hmm. set up on a pair of tripods, also known as sticks in this area. Yeah, sticks. 
<laughs> and you'll take the time to do a very you know long exposure right of a babbling brook or whatever right. but you but but so, i can take more you, of those and that roll of film i can oh, take that's true. you know 36 yeah. exposures of the babbling brook yeah, and but imagine that picture you took of that tree and that atomic bomb explosion <laughs> in large format like a, yeah. a large format yeah that well would it would have been it would have been pretty exciting unrelated sure. to panoramic but what is your camera of choice in the 120 format for panoramics or, no, or just, just camera of choice speaking, just general speaking. Uh, grab my, and go grab and go would be my yashica mat 124 okay hi yeah. hi um, I think the, the the great fun thing about using any of these what, different ways to achieve the same purpose is all in what you think you want to come up with, right? And if, it, if a sprocket rocket floats your boat, mm-hmm. go with it because it's really simple to use. Um, I've gotten good results with mine. Hell, they're a lot of fun. I mean, it, people see them, they go, "What kind of camera is that?" You know, and it's like, well, but if they see if they see a horizon, they're really puzzled because this thing's mm-hmm. going. Rotating in front of them. They Did they say, is that a camera? Is that a camera? They don't even yeah. know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> the camera I was thinking about that Lomography put out, I think it's called the Spinner. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That it was very three... short-lived. You pull a cord. Right. Yeah. And then the camera exposes, actually you gotta spins. Hold, you got to hold right. it up like this. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I thought it was cool. But... It's pretty cool. <laughs> but I, not cool enough for, for me to buy one, obviously. Okay. Uh, but the, the... You took you did, took that to one of the photo walls? That's right. <laughs> Oh. oh, New York! Yeah, Man, yeah. they're should. fun. Yeah, and I can see the the attraction. But it's a novelty. Yeah, it's, it's not something you're going to bring everywhere, right? Yeah, and if you I could guess take neither the is a panoramic the, camera. Well, panoramic is one of those things. Yeah, I mean, I have to, I don't take it everywhere. I, if I'm going on a trip, I go pack the panoramic camera, Mark, because you might find a scene that you really want to capture with. Yeah. You know, um, but it's not something I do all the time. But having a camera just dedicated for that. I mean, I'm not going to use my Pentax 6x7 with a mask in there very often because you've got to right. unload everything in the darkroom, and it's not, oh. it's not simple. Um, but the results were good. So the Horizon 202, that's 35 or that's 120? It's 35 millimeter, oh. yeah. And the, only the Noblex is a 120. Yeah, the, the, then, you're, then you're really getting up there. Now, there is a photographer, if you want to fo- follow her on Instagram, yes. really good, Liz Potter. Okay. Um, and she, is, she uses a Noblex. And she also uses a Horizon. She lives in, in southwest Texas. Hmm. Fantastic photographer. Her images with those cameras are, are really great. I helped her solve a little problem with using a remote shutter release because with some of these cameras, you can, they don't have a self-timer, so you have to get one of those old-fashioned shutter releases that have a little little mechanism in there. It sounds like a rattlesnake doing its uh-huh. thing. Who, who Potter? Liz Potter. On Instagram. On Instagram. Uh, by the way, folks, I have an opportunity here. Film Shooter Mike is, oh, yes. my, is my new Insta- personal Instagram account. Give a like over there. And while you're at it, head over to YouTube, Michael Rosso, R-A-S-O. Smash that button and ring that bell. I need subscribers. <laughs> oh, Liz Potter, yeah. Uh, Liz Potter Photography. Film, 35, 120, 6x6, 6x7, 6x9, 6x12. What's next? Lizzie Potter. That would be, that, that would be the Liz Potter we're talking about? Yep. I'm already one. following. Yeah. Are you? Yes. And she's been putting out zines as well. Really uh, good contact to have. John, are you currently shooting with the panoramic camera, or have you broken them all? <laughs> I haven't broken them. They've been broke. They br- I break Mike. 
I break things. It's a phenomenon, why. folks listening. Long-time listeners, the phenomenon's been going on I can, decades. Let, let me see. Well, uh, when two, did this curse begin? Two F3s busted. Yes, broken. The EOS. Yes. The 8mm Super 8 camera. Super 8 camera, broken. Uh, one Minolta. A Minolta. The, your X700s? One X700. Okay. No, that's what I'm saying. One Minolta. Okay. That's five that I they can pull right off the top of my head. I'm sure there's more. Maybe there's something going on we don't know about. Something supernatural. Or so, maybe one of your children is like actually in the middle of the night. No, going, this is before kids. Okay. It's, it's been oh. happening. Electronic, I'm telling you. Th- Bad karma. It is. I think we need to somehow exercise Oh, the that Horizon. Two Horizons. Two Horizons. Oh. Do you currently have a panorama? I have, a, I have the Horizon, but the, now the, uh, <laughs> the advance lever is loose. Okay. Oh, and all those Lomo cameras from the Kickstarters, oh. the instant cameras. I got two of them that were bums. The one was a bum, and they sent me another one. Bum. What was that called, that camera? I don't know. Folder oh, right. Yeah. It, was, it shot on the mini uh, instant format. Okay. So that's like eight right there. Wow. <sighs> He's well, having bad cam luck. Yeah, no, no kidding. So uh, for someone who wants to get into pan- panoramic photography film, what would you, do, what would you recommend? The camera? Yeah. I would I would probably start with the uh, sprocket rocket if you just want something that's that's really easy to work with. Okay. Um, the results I think are pretty darn good. So that's a good intro. Yeah, the Lomography sprocket rocket, good yeah. intro. From there, you could do the cheap panoramic with thirty five millimeter in the in the little tiny strip across the middle. Yeah. Any number of cheap point and shoots. Nikon even had it in one of their SLRs as an option at one point. And there's different ways of. You know, it's all the same way of doing it. Technology is pretty simple. You just mask off the negative, and you've got something that's panoramic. Right. But it's a pretty small negative. And if you want to go on from there, the Horizon 202 is something that's currently available. And also the Horizon Perfect, I think. Right, are, Perfect. Are, with are, the K. With the K, yeah. I think are the two that are currently available for 35 millimeter. So those are your best choices if before going into the realm of really expensive cameras. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Paul. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. We'll be right back. Okay. Hey there, FPPers. Did you know that darkroom.com now offers sheet film processing? Sheets. That's right. 4x5 and 8x10, black and white, C41, E6 processing, nice flat rate. Check them out, thedarkroom.com. Click on sheet film processing, fill out your form, ship it in. They'll process it, send it back, lickety-split. They have excellent customer service. They do a great job. Consistent, dependable, thedarkroom.com. Check them out today. Yo. Hey, we're back. Hey, I want to thank everyone for joining us. It's been an action-packed show. Yeah, it has been. Everybody's been represented, the whole gang. Yep. Except for our good friend Mark Dalzell. But we'll see him uh, for Halloween or something. Right? Yeah, we're thinking of bringing Mark in for a super-duper Halloween show. Uh, subjects will include uh, Halloween cereals. Mm. Uh, Halloween candy. And uh, John and I follow Mark on Instagram, and yep. apparently he's been shooting some film cameras. He told me he's been, he got out his Rolly and his Holga, and he's been getting reinvigorated. So we're looking forward to some new posts and yeah, conversations that, about that. That would be terrific. Yeah. You know? Of course, you could send your emails uh, to, um, just send it to me, michael at filmphotographyproject.com, if you listen to the show. And once again, a, v- a very hearty thanks to all the folks that have been yep. supporting us. And most importantly, over the summer, uh, two boxes came in. One was a flat of Mr. Brown cappuccino iced coffee. Wow, really? Yeah. What does that mean? There was a flat? no a flat, like a box. Oh. 
like a, a twenty-four, a pallet. Yeah, like a big pallet, twenty-four of them. Wow, that's very thoughtful. It was, and that one had no note in it. The second one was a big box of stuff that, sadly, John, you missed over the summer. Oh, jerk! Had like little crackers and like little like uh, you know uh, cookies, like the little individual packets. Yeah. What, and, like Milano's? No, no, no. Like, um, I don't know. I'll show you what's left. <laughs> oh, great. I'll pick through the That cones. one had a note in it. It said, uh ba ba thing, you know, FPP, signed, Doug. Doug? Yeah, it's Just it. Doug. Just Doug. Uh, well, so, Doug, you know who you are. Yeah, so Doug, if you want to drop us a line, tell us that, that you are the Doug. That would be terrific. I'd love to hear from you. Include one of the cookies that was in the... The pack, so we know you're the real Doug and not some other Doug trying to muscle in on yeah. and it's greatly, Doug's goodwill. It's greatly appreciated because even though you know John is not here every day, the dedicated uh, FPP store guys, Justin yeah. and Carlos, they greatly appreciate it. Yeah. And I've been like, you know, doling out the Mr. Brown as needed. I didn't get one. You don't care for it. No, I don't. It's the thought that counts, though. But we'll be back with our super scary Halloween episode. And one day, perhaps, they'll have a film with my name on it. Super scary Halloween episode in one month. We'll see you soon. Okay, bye. Maybe I've been thinking we should cut out all the drinking and the fatty stuff. Exercising is a good idea Cause baby we don't get enough Girl it would be so wrong If we don't live for long Well I could wear too many coats And maybe you could wear a blanket on your knees We drive at 30 miles an hour In the middle of a busy Baby, we don't get enough Let's get on